Good morning. It is Thursday, December 3rd, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Today is the second episode of our three-part series, The Greatness of God, that is devotions in Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 31. Next week, we start reading through the Psalms of Ascent, and so this short mini-series is meant to take the time to prepare ourselves with the perspective necessary to meditate on those passages well. Also, it's just a great thing to think about, the greatness of our God, isn't it? Yesterday, we spent time talking through the might of God, but also the gentle and tender nature of Him. So let me read our passage for us again today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Isaiah chapter 40, verses 9 through 31. Go on up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has measured the spirit of the Lord? And what man shows him his counsel? Whom did he consult and who made him understand? Who taught him the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the coastlands like fine dust. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor are its beasts enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are nothing before him. They are accounted by him as less than nothing and emptiness. To whom, then, will you liken God? Or what likeness compare with him? An idol? A craftsman casts it, and a goldsmith overlays it with gold and casts for it silver chains. He who is too impoverished for an offering chooses wood that will not rot. He seeks out a skillful craftsman to set up an idol that will not move. Do you not know? Do you not hear? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in, who brings princes to nothing and makes the rulers of the earth as emptiness. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth, when he blows on them and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom, then, will you compare me, that I should be like him, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see who created these, he who brings out their host by number, calling them all by name, by the greatness of his might, and because he is strong in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might he increases strength. Even youths 
shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let's pray together. Father God, our God in heaven, Lord, be with us as we try and consider your greatness. Help us to see you well and see ourselves correctly in the light of your scriptures. We pray this in your Son's name. Amen. In the middle part of this passage, there's a huge series of verses that compare God to things that we can better understand. Isaiah starts by comparing God to the scope of creation and then moves to compare the knowledge of God to the knowledge of man. And then he just compares man to God. And in verse 15, he says, Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket and are accounted by him as the dust on the scales. My one seminary professor used a great analogy to describe us against God from this passage. Isaiah says that the nations are regarded as dust on scales. Imagine you're at the deli counter and the person in front of you orders a pound of ham. And the person behind the counter puts the meat on the scale and is just about to hit the print ticket button. And the person in front of you screams, wait! You're going to overcharge me. And then he proceeds to pick a tiny, tiny piece of dust off the scale. Everyone would laugh at that guy and try and figure out what's going on with him. What's wrong with this guy? Because dust is that insignificant. We all recognize that. And yet that is what Isaiah compares the nations, us, to before our God. And it's like, wow, that is practically nothing. But it actually gets worse because in verse 17, he says, the nations are nothing to him. And then immediately he goes even one step further. Verse 17 says, all the nations are nothing to him. They are accounted to him as less than nothing and emptiness. And after being told that we are less than nothing, Isaiah continues fleshing this out for us, the true landscape before us. Princes are nothing. Rulers are nothing. All are like grasshoppers. People come and go. They are planted. And then even before their roots begin to dig into the earth, they blow away and wither and are blown away like dust in a storm. There was a huge snowstorm just two days ago where I live. We got about a foot and a half of snow, and snowdrifts in certain places are about four feet high. Snow is just whipping around everywhere, just like how Isaiah describes humanity as the dust blown around by the wind. And all of this reaches its climax in verse 28. He says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. This passage breaks up really well into three parts. Yesterday, we reflected on both the might and the tenderness of God. Today, well, it sure does speak to the might of God, doesn't it? He is completely unlike us. We are less than nothing before him. And speaking plainly, I think this is something that certain modern worship songs just get wrong. What do we add to God according to this passage? He is completely self-sufficient. We don't make him smarter. Do we make him more wise? Do we make him more powerful, more great? Do we make him more anything? 
It is a sobering truth to consider, and one that sort of leaves us feeling insignificant and pretty uncomfortable because in our culture and context, that is not how we are told to feel. However, I'm convinced that Isaiah is careful about his language, and as we go today, it gives us a paradigm that we need to consider just as carefully. Understanding this rightly makes tomorrow's passage all the more beautiful. Let me close this in prayer. Our God and our Father, as we read your word in Isaiah, a lot of it reminds us of what we saw in Daniel. Lord, the nations come and go. Kings come and go. Even those great kings way back then have come and they are gone, and yet you still reign on the throne of heaven. Have you not known, have you not heard, that the Lord is the everlasting God? God, help us to see ourselves in light of Isaiah 40 and before you. Lord, what do we contribute to your likeness? We certainly don't make you any smarter. We certainly don't make you any wiser. And God, in a hundred years, none of us are even going to be here. And yet you will still be the everlasting God. So God, help us from Isaiah 40 today as we go about our day to think about the greatness and the might of our God. Help us to see it well so that when we come back tomorrow, we can see even more fleshed out truth for us in this passage. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.